Hi, everyone. This is Jim Anderson with Psalm Tree Consulting and bringing you the biblically focused business podcast. And um, uh, I took a little bit of a a side there on the last. And uh, so we'll get back into this value chain analysis. Um, I had talked about how you need to lay out the industry uh, value chain. You've got to got to figure out, uh, you know, what the value chain is in the industry and compare your own value chain to that. Um, You've got to figure out what your value chain is. And, you know, the steps of those value chains, the, the essential steps that we're talking about here are what are the inbound logistics of, uh, in your company, you know, what, what comes in to the business, um, supplies the business, then what in the operations is there to, um, to look at. And then you've got the outbound logistics, uh, delivering your, um, product or service and then, um, marketing and sales and, um, and also the customer service and, that you that you offer so those you know those are the things that are elements in there that we need to be looking at and and how do those things work in the industry and how do we do them how do they compare and um that that kind of you know will tell us what our business model is you know some people might think of that as a business model there may be some activities that your company um, doesn't engage in. And, uh, you know, there might be some that they don't engage in that you do, but, um, you want to do this for each competitor as well and compare all of these side by side and make note how the value is different and how the cost profile is different. Um, whatever, you know, differences you can find, make notes of those and, if the uh, value chains look the same, then you're really basically in a losing game of um, competing on price, <laughs> if that's the case. So that you, you want to see differences and you need to make sure that you have differences. So with that, um, we'll, let's move on. Um, you got to zero in on what drives the price. Find uh, those activities that have um, a high current or potential impact on differentiating. You know, there's a, a way to create greater value by doing activities in a different way or by doing activities that your competitors don't do. You know, can you do this without incurring too much cost? The buyer value can come from product design Uh, from choices in the inputs that are used in creating the product or in the the product process itself. And it can come, so it can come from sales support activities um, as well. So, uh, you know, you can give exceptional customer service and that can make sure that your clients had the highest quality uh, experience with your company and uh, but you have to make sure that that doesn't have too much hassle attached to it uh, that it gets too expensive the um, 
and and you know what is the value that your customers get so you know when we're talking about the internet internet business and with uh what uh Russell Brunson's approach is to to the the business that um, you know the value is coming from the value stack. So you're you're providing additional products in a sense, essentially. Uh, you're selling information. So what you do is you sell them some more information, but you sell them information that solves a problem that rises from producing your product. Was the concept of doing that. Um. And the way that you do that, you know, you could deliver that as a video, you could deliver that in writing, you know, as a report, or you could do it in a book, um, you know, or however you can deliver that information. Um, and you know, that, that's kind of like product design and you have to make choices on how, you know, the inputs um, into that are used. If you if you um, are designing, you know these new, new products, you want to make sure that doesn't cost you much to do, or maybe it's just a one time cost. And you know, as you sell more, uh, you you've covered that cost numerous times. Then you know that it, it was it's definitely worth doing. So. The idea for, you know, what he's doing is you just keep piling on more and more stuff. And ultimately, when you look at where this is going, you differentiate yourself that way. Um, it's going to be just a battle of stacking stuff. And people will copy each other's stacks, <laughs> value stacks, and then add some other stuff on top of that. And then, so you want to be able to, to put something in that value stack that can't be copied, can't be imitated, that no one else can deliver. And that would be how, as an affiliate, you could differentiate yourself in such a way that no one can compete with you. So that is an important thing to think about. And um, uh, those are the kind of things value drives price. And if you've got enough value in there, if you've got five to 10 times the value of the price of the product, you know, in your value stack, then you, um, you know, pretty much can ask the asking price and maybe more um, for the product. Now, if you're selling an affiliate product, you don't control the price. And so what you're doing is just adding value to make buying that product through you cheaper relatively. So price drivers, important thing to, to look at. Um, and you also want to look at what drives cost. You know, when you pay special attention to the activities that represent a large or growing percentage of costs. You know, so your relative cost percentage is built up from the cumulative cost of performing all the activities in the value chain. So we're not just talking about creating the product. You know, are there potential real differences in your structure from the competitors? You know, account for the costs of the assets as well as the direct operating costs and the overhead costs. Uh, and one way to determine this is you ask yourself what specific overhead costs could be cut 
if you stop this activity. So, you know, a certain activity um, that maybe wasn't needed, the net value. You have to dig deep enough into these numbers to uncover the actions that you can take to improve. And this requires some detective work and delving into the details of the processes in that high impact activity that you may be looking at. Um, so, you know, what, what a big thing that's driving costs with this internet business, you know, think about that. It's different for everybody. Um, you know, you've got your overhead with your subscriptions for the software, the monthly, you know, the, the software that you're, you're selling, if you're, you're selling click funnels, um, you've got whatever your overhead costs are with that. Um, so you got to maintain a certain number of customers. So if you're, 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 have a more expensive uh, um, subscription, um, you know, does that really give you the value for the cost? Or is there a better, a cheaper way to do that? That would be just as effective and doesn't cost you extra labor. You know, that kind of, you've got to consider that as well. Does paying that extra cost for that subscription really pay off um, in time savings, you know, and effort? Um, and maybe other ways. So, you know, that look for ways to reduce the cost. I mean, co the information practically costs nothing, information that you already have. Um, you know, maybe, you know, you just do that. And if you can do that and provide real value without providing physical products. But yet then you also have to look at, you know, the idea that maybe anticipating something coming in the mail has somewhat of a competitive advantage, uh, a value that you really can't put a number on, but it, but it, uh, if you were able to track the results of that and the difference between doing it and not doing it and be able to attach that value to it, then you would, you would know that, you know, actually spending some money to send a, a physical product might work. It, and also if it means getting your, your, customer getting out their credit card, you've actually created a higher value uh, there because for you, because now they're a customer and not just a prospect. They've actually bought. They've actually given you your credit card. So you know that they're worth more to you in the future. So <clears throat> those are some thoughts about um, the, you know, analyzing your value chain and um, you know, there's also the, the idea that if you can document your processes and you can um, put those, you know, you can document them and put them in a format that's easily trained to train people that work for you, or even just to make sure that you can document the process and analyze it to see how you might be able to improve it and make regular improvements that's going to be good in helping you to maintain a competitive advantage because you can continually be looking for ways to reduce costs and ways to increase value. And that is an important thing to do. So, you know, it's another reason why I really like um, uh, Michael Gerber's program because it does focus on the process. And that is in part of this value chain in competitive advantage. 
and getting a competitive advantage and examining not only these major areas I'm talking about, but all the specific systems under those and all the processes and how you do things and making sure that you're you're not wasting resources on things. So with that said, I will talk to you next time.